Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And we have a very special episode for you today featuring the ladies of Who Dat. Welcome back. Hey. In case you forgot, we have Amina. Say hi. Hi, y'all. Of Call Your Girlfriend fame and many mores. And Shawnee. What's up? Of BuzzFeed fame and um, Overnight Oats on Facebook fame. <laughs> what was this Overnight Oats thing? I only heard the tail end of this conversation. Has anyone has anyone made Overnight Oats before? Yes, all the time, Shawnee. <laughs> the response is immediate. I've made them once and I thought they were gross. Well, okay, here's the thing. I So did I. So I made, so I asked that question on Facebook and got a lot of very earnest engagement. I posted it on Tuesday, August 2nd. It is apparently at the top of everyone I know's feed. Yeah, one hundred percent, and has been all week. <laughs> well, you know, it's because Facebook got rid of the clickbait. Now it's only engagement that matters. Exactly. So people are super engaged in that content. I'm getting a lot of like very good feedback and advice for tweaking. Shawnee, you sound so disgusting. You've worked in the content farms too long. You're like the engagement from my friends is legendary. People are. <laughs> Really have viral left on this. I honestly haven't seen anything engaged like this if it's not like a wedding or a baby. I mean, Shawnee has really hit the bullseye on engaging content. Um, let me tell you. Let me tell you the secret though to overnight oats. It's like don't do the weirdo overnight oats. If you have, uh... see, I'm getting earnest engagement right now. I know. What's the machine that old ladies love in their house where you put food in? You That's like them so. Yeah, I'm so hungover. No, the thing where you put food in and then you set it and forget it and go away for hours. Rice cooker? No. A slow cooker. Slow cooker, okay. that thing. I don't want no, any I'm, heat, though. I'm, I'm so hungover. No, but I'm saying that, like, if you put the oats in overnight in the slow cooker, one, you wake up to a delicious smelling house and, like, that oatmeal <laughs> is legit. This is not overnight oats, though. This is slow-cooked oats. That's a different situation. Uh, I know. Oh, okay. You oh, know oh, what? Wait, wait, but I actually... like, first of all, this is so, like, rude to use up all of Houdat content for, like, white people food. So <laughs> let's, let's focus. Next time I'll make porridge. Um, although one, one thing, though, I would highly recommend you doing, because I think my colleague, Katie Natopoulos, is doing an experiment. Just ask the question in your Facebook post. Has anyone made overnight oats before and see what kind of feedback you get? You're in my entire Facebook is gonna be people asking about overnight oats. Wait, like are you serious? I'm gonna post it right now. Yeah. Okay, Bobby, why don't you tell us why don't you get us started on like what's on the agenda for today's Who Dad, aside from overnight oats? You will drive it. Well, the first thing on the agenda is, because that's where Shawnee was, uh, the Democratic National Convention, the Republican National Convention, even though it was a while ago, like, are there who's we need to talk about from there? Yeah, what went on? Since you were, like, on the front lines, Shawnee. I was on the front lines. I would say that the most exciting moment for me, um, who-wise, was when um, I was sitting in the stands and some people started rehearsing a song i can't remember the name of it it was like maybe it was like, song. what the world needs now maybe <laughs> and it was like brian stokes mitchell who's broadway who and then a, a bunch of who labs that i couldn't even tell you now oh is this the one where um the sound was really bad and the guy who was the ada on law and order svu was on probably <laughs> 
Hold on, I'm Googling his government but name. But it was like, but it was like. His name is Raul Esparza. All I know is Rosie Perez was there. It was Ugh. like a mess. Um, the best part was that they had like 40 celebs on stage in a line and like Adina Menzel was there and like they're each singing like a line from the song, but they had like 40 people and nine mics, basically. Oh, no. <laughs> Is Adina Menzel Adele Dazim? Is that the same person? Yes. yes. Okay. Just uh, Adina is the them version of Adele Dazim. Um, okay. Married to or ex-married to X for sure. To uh, to Diggs. Tay Diggs. Okay, yeah. I'm just trying to keep my bearings straight with all these people. No, you're good. You're good. So um, that was exciting so for you. That was really exciting for me. And then like Elizabeth Banks, who I guess is a them, right? She's mm, the whoish tendencies, though. Whoish yeah. tendencies, and in her mind, she's like an ultimate them. Yeah, so she was like hosting one day. She just kept coming back and like introducing people. It was weird. I was like, "Are you like the MC?" Um, but she looked great, and she she's like a good like hosting voice. Like her her accent is really like strong. Her accent, my god! Her, her, lack of, lack her, of. her accent. You're, you're like her LinkedIn voice is delightful. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then that's it. There was some them there, right? That like got in trouble because he had been an American sniper. Who was it? Bradley Cooper. Oh yeah, people like people were mad that he was there because they thought that he was actually American sniper. Like all these Republicans, they we were like, you sniped. yeah, they were like, we thought you sniped and you died for love and you, you died for love of country. Right. Why are you here? Those same and people like, think that he's in love with Irina Shayk too. Ooh. I know. It, like, mm, mm, I know. Um, and then mm. at the RNC, at the RNC, we had uh, Scott Bio, ultimate who, I was asked if he was a who or them last night, and I was like, "He's not, you guys. He's not even like who, like he, like he doesn't doesn't exist on the continuum. Yes, he doesn't exist on the continuum of who's even. It's like, like what the fuck are you doing? It's true. I was really surprised that like Trump, for somebody who like claims to be so steep in entertainment, like he couldn't even like he he didn't have the juice. He just there were no celebrities at his. At his event. There were no celebrities and there were no fake celebrities. I was like, Antonio Sabata Jr., like, literally people had to Google him. Like, he's also not on the Who continuum anymore because he's been out of work for so long. Yeah, it's true considering how many, like, conservative celebrities have stepped up and been like, Trump is fine, uh, that none of them showed up. None of them showed up. The only one who, like, kind of made an effort was John Voight, who, like, but he made a video. And I was like, this is so shady. You couldn't even show up. Ray Donovan's father at the, your own party convention. Do not call John Voight Ray Donovan's Ray father. Donovan's that is not. Father. He is Ray Donovan's father. I was like, I'm like, I can't handle these people. I refuse. Ray Donovan is the who of Showtime. Like, quite literally. Because here's my problem with like all of these like Republican like so-called who's is that to actually be a who, you still got to put in the work. And like none of them have been around. I'm like, you, you can't show up. You can't pluck somebody from a Wikipedia page from the 80s and then be like, I'm going to turn them into a who this week. Like, it's not fair <laughs> to all the hardworking who's in America. Like, no. 
I mean, meanwhile, <laughs> our number one, one of our number one fave who's Chloe Grace Moretz, like really stepped up to the plate, literally who? getting on stage. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> who? Oh, the girl that challenged Kim? Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. You, like, yes. you guys got to give me context clues. The girl who is now a meme for some reason where people remove her torso. Oh, Bobby, I sent you that. Yes. Tony, <laughs> what was it like seeing her live? What was the reaction? I think a lot of people weren't sure who she was. Oh, I love it. That was sort of my interpretation of the moment. I mean, but honestly, other than like President Fitzgerald Grant um, from Scandal, he was there. He An important black celebrity, of course. <laughs> a very important black celebrity. I believe he introduced the mothers of the, um, the movement of the movement, the mothers of, of young black men and women who've been killed by police or um, like Trayvon Martin. So he like spoke and introduced them. And that was like pretty amazing. Um, we also made, I made eye contact with Fitz at one point. So oh, uh, yeah. the worst, the worst TV president we've ever had. Isn't he a Republican? Why did they have him at the DNC? It makes no sense. We've gone past party lines in this election. Like, party lines are irrelevant. I don't know. He, he Like, he's a TV Republican president, and they're still trying to make him happen. But, you know, the only real, like, famous person at the DNC was Demi. I didn't see her. She was? She was at the DNC. Well, so was... Uh... You guys, Demi, like, sang her heart out. You oh, guys are Demi so Demi Lovato. Rude. Why do you call Why her Demi? Demi? Like, Demi, like Demi Moore. Moore? No, Demi Who Lovato. Who the fuck is Demi Lovato? Demi. Who's Demi Moore? <laughs> Get out of here, troll. <laughs> Who's Demi Lovato? She doesn't have the range, Demi. You cannot De- call Demi, Mo- Demi Lovato Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato. I'm sorry, okay? Like, oh English my is not my first language. Uh, you can't pull that card right now. The best part is that, like, none of us knew who Demi Lovato was. <laughs> so, I love how you guys are like, Demi Moore. Like, she doesn't have the range. Get it together. Look what she was saying. I was like, Demi Moore sang at the DNC. Demi, uh, you guys are so ridiculous and so rude. Demi oh, sounded great. She had the range. She did. She did. And there were, pl- there were plenty. I forgot what she sang. She sang confident. But she was like the only legit superstar. It was like her and Hillary. I was like, we know you two. What about Katie? Katie sounded terrible. That's not her fault. It's because the sound people at the DNC sound that, mm, yeah, that too. Doesn't have the range, but we love her. Yeah, Katie so does not have the range. It was awful. But I'm so impressed with her that, you know, like, unlike some of her foes, she has aligned herself with yes. like democratic politics. Yes, mm-hmm. it's true. You know, she's come a long way. It's like two pastor parents can barely string a sentence together. <laughs> and like somehow she's like, I'm with her. And I'm like, that's beautiful. That's all you got to say. Her whole intro speech was like, I didn't finish high school, but like, guess what? I'm me. Yeah. I'm a firework. <laughs> like she did it. She okay. did it. All right, let's move. Yeah, we got to move on. Actual like. Like, news. News, okay. First of all, you guys love to talk about Kiki Palmer in our <laughs> chat. I still, like, don't know, like, anything. Basically anything. Okay, Kiki Palmer, codename Akila from Akila and the Bee. That's mm-hmm. how we know her. 
Um, also, hold. I need to do a Googles really quickly because I just found out her age and I was very disturbed. She's really young. She's 23. According to the internet, she's 22. But, you know, ever since Rebel Wilson's been out here lying about her age, I trust no one. Except so, that Kiki has been around for so long. You're right. We saw her as a child. But, you know, so she's on Scream Queens. So, like, that's how she is, like, mainstreamed now. Right. Does she have a talk show as well? Um, Unclear. I don't think so. Maybe, maybe she was on a talk show. But her thing now is that, like, she has taken the um, DJ Khaled playbook, like, to heart. So she's, like, using her Snapchat to, like, create memes and engagement. Um, <laughs> a word I learned from Shawnee. So, <laughs> a concept I learned from Shawnee. So, you know, it's like, so that's all she does. And So she, she goes on Snapchat and asks if people have made overnight oats. Yeah, she's like, have you made overnight oats? P.S., only one person has responded to my overnight oats wow, post. Wow, low engagement. Yeah, I'm just, you know, I have usually, I have high engagement usually, so I'm surprised by this. <laughs> so what are what are some memes, what are some memorable memes that... So the one that she's doing right now is where, like, every other post that she has, it's like, it's something is the gag. And <laughs> she went on Seth Meyers to, like, exp- like, essentially, like, showcase to white people what the gag was. And it's been a shambles because... The, like, white journalists, like, don't know what it means, and they've been writing dumb shit about it. Seth Meyers is, like, actually a really boring TV show that I don't understand how it's still on the air. Um, <laughs> but whatever. People, like, everybody's got to eat at the content farm. Wait, do you need to explain what the gag is? So the gag is, yeah, like, the gag is, like, basically, a, I don't know, like, an expression that's been used in, like, black gay culture for a really, really long time. Like, variations of it are, like, I'll make them gag, or why you gagging? Wow. And uh, it's, you know, it's like, it was cute when she did it one time, right? And it, it is true that, like, Black women and Black gay men exist on a continuum together mm-hmm. in, uh, in the sense that, like, a lot of, you know, like, that cultural relationship is symbiotic. Yeah, but, there's always a lot of back and forth between the two around culture and whatever. I know, but Kiki has, like, taken it to extremes where, like, you know, like, we still live in a time where, like, Black gay men are not, like, they are not highly visible, and the fact that, like, Ryan Murphy can hire Kiki Palmer or Nene Leakes and they get to be, like, the stand-ins for, like, Black gay culture is, like, really annoying and not okay. I mean, she she played, she was in, in uh, the live Grease. <laughs> oh, my God, you're right. She was in the live Grease. <laughs> the live Grease. But I'm just like, you know, it's like the reason that, like, Khaled can do all of this garbage that he's doing is because he's literally, like, 40-something years old. Like, that man has been around. He's right. just, like, been around. And, you know, it's like, he has, like, 10 We The Best albums. And with Kiki, <laughs> I'm just like, you... Like, this is not okay. Like, one, you're, like, stealing a phrase. You're, like, stealing a phrase. You're stealing a phrase from, like, like a very, f- like, fraught culture for you. Yeah. And then, it, you know, like, it's just too much. She's just, like, very overexposed. And she keeps, like, saying, like, this is what the kids are doing. And I'm like, mm, that's not what the kids are saying. That's what, like, black gay men are saying. And you know it. And, like, you know, like, you're just limiting yourself. This is weird. Um, really quickly, I don't think that I don't think that anyone who was on Grease Live even has Grease Live on their resume. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't even think Grease Live. You know that Julianne Huff does. Was she in Grease Live? Oh my god. I mean, I feel bad because I literally didn't remember she was in Grease Live. She was the best like, part of it. Is she the Mormon one? Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's her, 
Instagram is so crazy because they are Mormon. There's like 20 of them and mm-hmm. they do a lot of choreographed dancing. I don't yes. know why I know this, but it really, it really disturbs me. I used to think she was dating her brother and or she was married to him. That's why they had the same last name. And, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, they're siblings. Honestly, a fair mistake. Yikes. Like, to be fair, like, that's not a crazy thing to mistake, I think. So what I say is always whenever something like, okay, so earlier I was like, I sent my my ex boyfriend a hundred text messages and he didn't reply. But the gag is he still loves me. <laughs> okay. But really, I'm just crazy. So whenever you're crazy, whenever you're crazy, just put the gag in there and it's all fine. Okay. So the gag meaning the phrase it's the, the catch. gag. It's the coup. It's the catch. It's the it's the one thing. You know what I mean? Like okay, here we go. I'm hanging out with Seth Meyers, but the gag is I just got to meet Kristen Stewart. Ah. Oh. oh not Kristen Stewart. But the gag is, I messed up the name. Yes. It's really Kristen Wiig. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Um, who's next on our agenda? Let's keep this rolling. Uh, Keisha Knight Pulliam. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Rudy Huxable. What a mess. We talked what? about her uh, last week, but, like, wanted to get your way in on it uh, in the Who Dat lens. Tell us. I feel like there's something very shady that's going on with the situation. So, Rudy Huxable married in like literally like two minutes she like met and married a football player who i just know him as the ex-husband of lisa Wu hartwell from seasons one and two of real atlanta housewives and then mm-hmm. she got fired i believe which we didn't mention which is of crucial no, detail crucial detail. yeah how long were they married for like for like a while like okay. they were like they were a couple for like a minute and he's a football player and Lisa Wu is like a, she works out a lot. So like that made sense. The Rudy <laughs> Huxtable thing like did not make sense to me because they literally, it was like, I saw it progress on Shade Room. It's like they met on Monday. They were married on Wednesday and then she was pregnant by Friday. I was like, what is going on here? Wow. And then the minute she got pregnant, he just like bounced. He like left her. He said it wasn't his, right? Well, yeah. So this is, he, this is what he's saying now. He said but, he's like, not sure. But both of them are weird. She went on this, like, <laughs> I want to say, like, a, what's the bootleg E? The other, like, a, or maybe it was, or maybe it was, like, E Nightly News. One of these, like, whichever one has, like, somebody named Billy somebody on the show. Billy Bush, Access Hollywood. Okay, she went on Access Hollywood, like, that thing. I, like, I he's only watched actual Bush, Bush, you know. He's, like, of the, the political Bushes. Yeah, he's a Bush. The political Bushes? Mm-hmm. He's, like, a Bush. He's, like, George. He's, he's not, a like, a, he's not from the Sophia Bushes? He's, he's like, George Bush's <laughs> nephew. <laughs> okay. So whatever that channel is, like one of those channels, like, or the one with Maria Menounos, like unclear, but like, you know, I'm just like, you, it's so, their jobs are so embarrassing, but she went on one of those and she was just like crying the whole time. And I'm like, first of all, who is your publicist that is telling you that you are like famous enough to come here and implicate all of us in this like weird fake relationship that you were in? And and also like, did you not watch Atlanta Housewives? Ed Hartwell's a piece of shit. Like, why did you have a baby with him? It is shocking. It's shocking that people would ever date anyone they see on Housewives. But I think she knew them. She knew Lisa Wu and Ed Hartwell when they were together. Oh that was my like, god. That was like the messy part. That is shady. Well, first of all, let's go back. Didn't you introduce Ed to Keisha? Yeah. 
you know, we're industry cool. She wasn't like my best friend. So shady. But you know, the thing is that like now Ed is like telling everyone that she like trapped him for a baby. Like she just wanted to be pregnant. And I'm like, are women mm. still doing that? Like, mm. like, is that a th- like, is that a rumor that's like still around? This is the and most I'm, persecution that Pulliam has gotten in years. No, I know. It's like amazing, but so embarrassing. But she's officially pregnant. It's not like a Lindsay Lohan thing where we think that she's pregnant, but she probably isn't. She's no, actually pregnant. pregnant. No, she's definitely pregnant. Until the baby gets an Instagram account. <laughs> is anybody really pregnant? <laughs> I need the receipt, which is an uh, sonogram. I need the receipt, which is like a fully formed human being with a social channel, like iced tea and cocoa have for baby Chanel. I'm like, that's, that's how I know baby. that's real. That's a great baby, also. That baby yeah. is really. And that baby is like branded like accurately. I'm like, this is great. Like, I know who your parents are. <laughs> Uh, I think we should move on to talk about Tweet because I'm fascinated by this story and I yes. know so little. Please, somebody, Shawnee, do you know, you, Shawnee, you step up and talk about this one. I only know a small amount. I mean, look, I'm a big fan of Tweet. She's put out three albums. Tweet is actually, to me, a like very classic case of somebody who got screwed by the studio, by the like music studio system. Like she's incredibly talented and like has been very frustrated over the last fifteen years of trying to put out albums. So to the point where she's only put out three studio albums. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, she just released one this year called Charlene. Uh, oh, that's her. Great. That's her real her name. name. Oh. <laughs> No, it's just called Charlene. Um, but Tweet is now dating this, uh, apparently dating this guy, Pastor Jamal H. Bryant. <laughs> is he a real pastor? <laughs> Unclear. Uh, but he's he's kind of known from reality television. Um, oh, and he, according to um, theboombox.com, Pastor Bryant has a checkered history when it comes to the ladies. Um, he was apparently like he had a baby on the side when he was married to this woman, Giselle Bryant um, of Real Housewives of the Potomac. He also maybe knocked up a woman who went to his church. Um, Why are all these housewives oh women involved in like it's they're everywhere. They're everywhere. I mean, it's a it's a vast network at this point. Uh, and then the Baltimore Sun and according to the Baltimore Sun, he maybe also fathered a son, uh, the 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 child of a masseuse. So, oh no, he's, he's a been masseuse? around. Yes. <laughs> so and now like, Tweet is dating him. So now Tweet is dating him, and it's a little bit like Tweet. What are you doing, Tweet? Uh, Oprah's so right. You get your lo- the love you think you deserve. This is insane. Yeah. There's also something I think a little tragic about Tweet being named Tweet like before Twitter and now like Twitter exists and she's totally. still like Tweet. Like, yeah. I, just, I feel bad about that. It, I really like, do. It destroyed her search results. I also think <laughs> that like she's incredibly talented. She's a really interesting, beautiful voice and it bums me out that she hasn't really been able to um, get out there. Oh, the way she, she looks does. so good. I pulled up. Uh, she looks amazing. I just did a Googles on them. And he definitely looks like a scammer, but she looks amazing. <laughs> he does look like a scammer. He's right? on a show called The Preachers. Oh, yeah, no, he's a scam. He looks like a scammer. This is insane. But Tweet looks amazing. <laughs> as long as Tweet looks good, honestly. That's all that matters. 
I don't know what I Google search image, but the other people in this Google search image are uh, um, Jason Derulo and whoever his new girlfriend are. Also a scammer. So very appropriate. Jason Derulo's new girlfriend. Oh my God. Irina Shake's sister. <laughs> no. Are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay. Like, I'm like, what is he up to? He's just like making music and doing um, carpool karaoke and <laughs> dating a girl that vaguely looks like a Jordan Sparks. Yes, he dates like Kylie Jenner ish women. And breaks up with them pretty quickly and puts out a single like once a month. It's shocking. He like and also everyone's on carpool karaoke. I'm on carpool karaoke next week. Not everyone. You know, you know, Rita Ora is dying to do carpool karaoke, <laughs> and she's not in consideration. So stop. she's waiting by the phone. She's, she's waiting, waiting by the phone. phone. She's just like she's just like I'm British. James is British. Maybe he'll call me. Um, they like yeah, that call is not coming, sister. No, it's, she doesn't have enough hits. You need hits. She doesn't have the back catalog. I'm telling you. What is like? He's gonna learn like one of her B sides. No, thank you. James Corden is not gonna learn your. You know, he's gonna make her sing all other people's songs it'll be great <laughs> they'll just they'll just sing songs from oh um what's that song what's that movie god the one where she sang the music for it oh beyond the lights beyond the lights yes oh all my of god her, all so of her rude. hit songs from beyond the lights. what oh niche programming god. that would be i know that would be amazing <laughs> i want to stay i want to stay on reality tv for two minutes because Please. we're talking about weird stuff but so love and hip-hop hollywood is starting again soon Oh, no. And, uh, oh, it's all the promo of, for it. Uh, the promo for it was literally 10 minutes. I would like, <laughs> I, I hyperventilated. So I was like, this is, is too much information. But one um, rapper named Fetty Wap that we all know what? is on the show this season. No! Because, because his, one of his baby mamas, Masika, who is like literally a lunatic, um, <laughs> she like had one of his babies. But so in the promo, it's hilarious because Lindsay, you know how I made you watch Love and Hip Hop, and the Talking yeah. Heads is the best. Like it's it's, it's like amazing. another language. It's like coming. It's like be, I'm an alien and I landed on Earth and I have to it's watch crazy. it. It's like, crazy. Yeah. But so she's like doing her like Talking Heads portion, and she's just like, you know, my I uh, I had a baby with this rapper named Willie, and I was like, Willie, who is Willie? And I'm like, are you really going to legitimize Fetty Wap's like and use his government name on this Willie. show? Willie. No, Willie Patterson, I think is his real name. And then that's when I like fully lost it. I was in a relationship with a rapper. His name is Willie. He goes by Fetty Wap. Everything was amazing. And then I got pregnant. He decided to pretty much deny that this is his child. Do you want to go through the court process? Do I want to? No. Do I feel like my hand is being forced? Yes. But like, but Fetty is like on the show and he's giving her all of this like real talk. Like, uh, why, why does, like, why is Fetty on the show though? Why? Because of Masika. And also like Fetty just makes bad decisions. Fetty, like, you know, like he made so much money last year. He legit has five children. Like he like fathered five children or like four. I'm pretty sure it's five. People on Love and Hip Hop make like $8 an episode. No, 100%. (laughs) But you know, you know how rappers do. That other rapper had to go on it too because of his girlfriend. Uh, You don't have to go on it because you've like fathered a child by a woman who's on it. Actually, contractually. 
You like knock a girl up and immediately get a phone call from the producers being like, uh, well, we're gonna have to have you appear on season 25. <laughs> no, it's honestly because like one, they just make like really bad decisions. Yeah, well. And they also think that like, because everybody on Twitter is talking about it, that it's like a good decision for them. And I'm like, reality TV is a trap. Anything that Mona Scott Young makes, like you should not be on <laughs> Like, don't do that for your career. Yeah. Isn't Safari on it this season? Mm, yes. Um, but the, I, I think so. I like the, pro, the promo was so long. It was like, who from Twitter is not on this? Wait, Safari, <laughs> Nicki Minaj's ex-boyfriend is on I this? I think so. Um, um, but, the, but listen, but there's like a, there's like a legit rapper couple though on Love and Hip Hop New York, uh, Papoose and Remy Ma. Yeah, and like, they are real. I want the kind of love Remy Ma and Papoose have. Like, that's real. Wasn't she in jail? She was in jail. She, she needed a comeback. They needed to like be back on the scene. Clearly, Pop like didn't want to do it. He like is doing it for Remy, and you know like now Remy has a hit song. Like she's back, and so they don't have to do the garbage anymore. Remy is also so talented. Another one who like well, she got destroyed by you know going jail. To jail. Hello, but but with that said. um really talented lady isn't he also famously a bad rapper like oh, on, like he's that's yeah. so rude Lindsay. um a famously he's a, a great, bad rapper he's a great rapper his audience <laughs> just hasn't found him yet okay that's what i'm saying okay so you are proving my point right she's like she's like amazing has bars etc he's like great rapper but and no he's audience like the best husband you guys Pap is like, like Remy being on the show is such a bad idea because she has such a hot temper. You know, like she's technically still like has to be home at 10 p.m. or whatever. Yeah, isn't Pop, she like, like on t- probation? Yeah, but Papoose takes care of everything for her. And also like, when have you ever heard of a woman going to jail and coming home and her husband is like, or her like man is still around? Like Didn't, that never happens. Wait, Foxy Brown had this too, right? When she came back Who? from jail. Foxy <laughs> <laughs> that was incredibly rude. <laughs> wow, how um, dare you? Never mind. <laughs> Wait, no, Foxy Brown, like, she, like, like, yeah, is Foxy Brown relevant? Like, so her boo, like, stayed with her? Great. They should have gotten a reality TV show. Held her down. This is so crazy. Okay, so that was the reality TV interlude. Oh my, no <laughs> kidding. I'm glad we're like caught up on that. So wait, who's next on the agenda? I think we're I think we're taking a 180 from reality TV and moving on to literature. <laughs> Johnny, you put this in here. You take a take it away. I feel like this person has gotten more promo in the past like 72 hours than. Um, I think that you know, looking at this from the perspective, the the lens of media criticism. Uh, you know, I would say that it's really interesting that somebody that I think is incredibly talented, um, whose books I've read over the years, one, Mr. Colson Whitehead, got picked for the Oprah Book Club and is, like, blowing up. Hi, everybody. It's been a while, but, oh, have I found a great book. You know, when I find a book, I want the whole world to read it, relish it, talk about it, post it, tweet about it. And today, I want to tell you about a brand new selection for Oprah's Book Club. This book has kept me up at night had my heart in my throat, almost afraid to turn the next page. It's called The Underground Railroad by Colson Whitehead. And I just want to sort of discuss it from that perspective, which is like, Oprah still has juice. Who knew? Of course. What? I'm offended you would even imply that's not true. What's the last Oprah Book Club pick you remember besides all the little pieces? Ruby. Ruby, what's that? 
Who? Oh my God, Shawnee. First of all, it's a black woman author. Oprah picked it like last year. By Cynthia Bond. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize that Oprah was still book clubbing. Yeah, She just does it sporadically. Like whenever Gail gives her a book she likes, she's like, okay, (laughs) let's talk about this. Um, Unrelated Oprah tangent. Have you guys heard slash seen this TV show that she's really into? Greenleaf? Yeah. I watch it every Wednesday. Hello. Tell me about Greenleaf, please. Greenleaf is about a family of pastors, the Greenleafs. (laughs) <laughs> have just like family drama yes 100 percent. it's so good but there so there's like hella preaching in it because you, I need there, to watch it. but the best part is that here's actually the best part about greenleaf oprah is in it she's a character and what? um but like oprah is too important to like come on set every day so clearly they have to like shoot her apart from everyone so like that technique is hilarious is it like Oprah on a green screen? Oprah owns a bar, so they only shoot her like in the bar. Like all of her scenes are there, and uh, <laughs> she doesn't really and, like people have to come to the bar to meet her. <laughs> like, so they filmed all of her scenes for the season in one yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, like they filmed all of her scenes in like one day, or she like calls people on the phone, and she has like a really smoky, sexy voice. It's honestly her best character. Uh, <laughs> I need to see this. Every Wednesday on OWN, guys. Greenleaf is ready. I'm ready. So, Shawnee, back to Colson Whitehead. Who is he? Like, what is the book? Explain. Okay. The book is The Underground Railroad, which I actually think is really good. It's not my favorite of his books. My favorite of his books is um, still The Intuitionist, which, if you care, is a book about an elevator inspector. But it sounds more, it's much more interesting than that. Um, I think that it's just been really, I mean, he has a huge excerpt in the New York Times today, which I think the Times almost never does, like a really large excerpt from the book. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I just think that it's like kind of an interesting moment where you look at the way that slavery content, (laughs) for lack of a better word, seems to do, seems to get a lot of engagement, for lack of a better word, um, around you know, whether it's a film like, you know, Birth of a Nation or 12 Years a Slave or, um, you know, what's that new show with Journey, Smollett Bell? Um, Underground? Underground. Oh, yeah, that Underground. One. Oh, so um, many Smollett's. So many. So many Smollett's. Um, <laughs> but, but basically, like, I think it's really interesting that slavery content, like slavery, slavery stories, slavery books, just get, like, so much promo. Um yeah. When, like, he wrote about zombies two years ago, and he wrote about, like... Right, what was that called? That's what, uh, like, zone the, the... Zone, zone One, yeah. okay. I don't subscribe to Oprah's book club. I only subscribe to Shawnee's book club. Sha- I would do Shawnee's book club in a heartbeat. No, Shawnee, I think that you're right about the slavery content, right? But I, it's, like, the only way, kind of, that, like, white gatekeepers... Can, like, like can wrap engage. their brains around like right. black content makers right. you know they're just like can you write about your pain because right. exactly. we're also seeing the same thing with like police brutality you know yeah. where like that's going to be the new slavery in terms of like it's like black people's the... relationship mm-hmm. to pain is the way that we are most frequently um make it into like the main stage right like we're so strong we're so resilient like our st- you know what i mean like it's so crazy and really, it's like, no, actually, like, sometimes we care about sci-fi. And yeah. sometimes yeah. we, like, 
right romance I mean, no i think that's like a really good point so you would say that like that he like this is the most press he's ever gotten for a novel oh by far yeah. by far even prior even prior to the oprah wreck i was seeing all these people saying it's like the best book of the year etc cetera, etc cetera. and again it's really good and i think one of the things that i like about his writing is that it's not so much like this relationship to pain it's just very like stark rather than like emotional um but he's written so many interesting things that had nothing to do with like black oppression that didn't get anywhere near this sort of level of of uh of promo so white people take a look at yourselves i know but but i told you that i found out via instagram that he's cousins with one of my favorite instagrammers and i like lost my mind a little her name is ruthie freelander she used to be at l and now she's just like i don't know she has a new job but she's like fabulous i like i live i live for her shopping recommendations and i was like Oh my God. Like I can relate to Colson Whitehead now because he's related to Ruthie. Also interracial cousins are my favorite type of cousins. It's so great. She's going to be, she's going to be a them one day. Don't worry. Doing what? Um, Just being like a great New York character. That's a tough them sell. No, no. Like society people are coming back. Don't worry. Um, so next on the list, we have, I don't know who put this in, but it's great. Uh, Mary J. Blige divorced from her husband, which is so true. Cause like, I literally could not name him. Oh, Shawnee, tell, Shawnee tell us everything about this. Who is her husband? I mean, I don't really know him. His name is, um, can do something. Isaac. He's married to that guy? That's her manager. Yeah. She's married. Whoa. Yeah, he got married like a long time ago, but wow. here are like the relevant facts. She filed for divorce irreconcilable differences she's also trying to block him from getting any alimony be tough gonna be tough in california Mm. and according to tmz she apparently at some point banned him from having female friends here's the quote all females for me all guys for him there's none of that oh that's my female friend oh that's my guy friend no not in a marriage i've never seen that work Oh my god. That was I think a quote from him. Mary. Do you think he was stealing from her? Oh Um, my god. Like, who knows? This is a Nicki Minaj Safari situation all over again. I feel like if you are not like don't claim your like business boo publicly, you have all of this weird like baggage and then it all tumbles out onto the pages of TMZ. (laughs) We're all like, who is this guy? (laughs) <laughs> 13 years of marriage, man. 13? Yeah. They got married in 03. So, I don't know. Maybe this will result in a really good album from her. It's going to, Oh, it's going to, for sure. Oh, she's been so good, like, back on the meme circuit for all of her dancing because of the Bad Boy tour. And, like, all of the, all of the babies are discovering Mary J. Blige, you know? So they're, like, making, like, good vines of it. It's great. You mean Crispy <laughs> Chicken um, didn't... <laughs> I can't believe you brought that up. No, we we, we never talk of that. We never talk of we that. We gotta always bring fresh that lettuce, up. three cheeses, ranch dressing, Maybe? wrapped up in a tasty flour tortilla. Crispy chicken, fresh lettuce, three cheeses, ranch dressing, wrapped up in a tasty flour tortilla. Maybe that's why she's divorcing Kendu because he made her do that. Honestly, I would divorce anyone who made me do that. If that came out and I was in it, I'd be like, who is responsible for this? And you're out of my life. Did that commercial ever actually air or was it always banned? It aired on Twitter for 30 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only place I saw it. 
<laughs> because the thing is that like we all saw it and we all lost our minds and then it disappeared into the ether wait can we talk about i have something that's not on the list that it just like made me cry laughing um <laughs> tell us please um it's a meme which one? A meme. Have you seen? Um, have you seen the Bone Apple Tea meme? <laughs> okay. Oh my God. I handle it. So Bone Apple Tea is a meme from this guy on Twitter named Dunta. Uh, Dunta P. And he posted a, a picture of. <laughs> so rude! I'm dying. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> he posted a picture of his birthday dinner to himself ribs and broccoli with cheese <laughs> and it just goes my birthday dinner to myself dot 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 bone apple <laughs> listen I'm on Dune side this could be autocorrect it could be an autocorrect mistake <laughs> I'm <laughs> Like it, was was Dunta like someone before this? Like, did no, he have a following? It's just like a, just a man trying to make He's dinner. He's just for a random person. <laughs> he just made and dinner. And the thing for is, when I oh. first saw it, I was like, "Wait, I don't, I, I don't know why people are retweeting this." I, no, same. <laughs> you have to say it. I had to like, I looked at it and I looked at it and I looked. I was like, "Well, there's no apples on that plate." And then I was Shawnee. like, <laughs> I said it, and, I was, and then I started crying. And here we are today. <laughs> it's like now we all know Dunta. Like I think of Dunta. Uh, you know yeah, what? I the, mean, I'm on Dunta's side. I am. As somebody who frequently gets cliches wrong, I kind of understand how this could happen. <laughs> I. You know what? I don't think it's Dunta's fault. I, I'm gonna. I'm blaming iOS autocorrect. So okay. So. Because the apple is capitalized, yeah. which makes me think that it's an autocorrected. <laughs> also, I'm just like, what sequence of words, of letters did you type <laughs> to get there? What did Doom to do? So now, so Bon Appetit, which is very smart, did make this their new app. Um, I know. That was good. That's good. I didn't know about, I didn't know about Bone Apple Tea. Bone Apple Tea is so funny. <laughs> bone Apple Tea. What's next on the list? Um... Obama's birthday party? Is Obama in here as a who? What does that mean? Um, Michelle is the them, Obama is the who. No, I was, so. saying, there are a lot of, <laughs> I was saying there are a lot of um, people who would qualify as black thems slash white who's. Like, people that, like, when you say Tamia, like, any black person knows who you're talking about, but I don't know if that's the case for, like, a white person. Tamia it's who's not. the singer married to Grant Hill, um, who's amazing again another person who sort of like got fucked by the system also like i think she has ms which is sort of complicated yeah i think so mm -hmm. and also like you know like george lucas and melody hobson it's like clearly they invited melody and she brought her white husband her like right. you know right. like he's a who in our com he's a who in our community for sure <laughs> Um, but I actually don't know who Chris and Jada Paul are. They were there. Do you, you know? do know Chris and Jada Paul? Chris Paul is a f is basketball, right? Yeah. Oh, I definitely yeah. don't know them then. You Chris like Paul? Definitely, you've definitely seen their content because they had a wedding. Oh, it's Chris Paul. Oh God, he's basketball. He is. He's a b-ball player. He's like a State Farm guy. <laughs> okay, I don't watch commercials. He's in State Farm commercials. He's in State Farm commercials as, he's, like, a nerd. He's not, he's not the black guy from the State Farm commercials. That's the president guy. Chris Paul is on State Farm commercials, and he pretends to have a twin brother named Cliff Paul, who's a nerd. <laughs> what? 
like he's a State Farm spokesperson. Is it like yeah? So it's like oh, this is my brother Cliff Paul, and in and in the State Farm universe. Chris Paul's brother is a I State Farm agent. State Cliff Farm Paul. Universe, Bobby. Like it's a thing. There is no State Farm Universe. There is. I'm sorry. Look at, <laughs> look at the look at the dog. I bet if I looked it up for State Farm fan fiction, I could find it right now. So. <laughs> Bobby wrote all of it. Yes, you could find it. <laughs> Please, that's what Bobby and Shawnee do when they're not doing this podcast. He's handsome, Cliff Paul, in the State Farm Universe. Cliff Paul's fake. Oh, Chris Paul's real. Okay, but I like Cliff Paul. I found some. I found some State Farm fanfic on Tumblr. <laughs> Wait, Lin- Lindsay, you're into Cliff Paul? Yeah, I like Cliff no, Paul. I don't, I, don't, I don't like these sweaters. I think it looks I like good. how Shawnee's like. I found some State Farm fanfic, and she's pretending it's not just in her documents. No, no, exactly. It's not like a, you know, dr- like Shawnee's Google Drive slash fanfic. Like that's what she slash State Farm. <laughs> Cliff Paul. <laughs> Look, like... I have to get my creativity out somehow. On May 6, 1985, identical twins were separated at birth. Despite their different upbringings, they shared one invaluable trait. They were both born to assist. Chris Paul was destined to become the ultimate team player. Cliff Paul was destined to lead a life of helping others. And that led him to become a State Farm agent. Um, the funny thing is I was watching the TMZ video of people arriving at Obama's party and you have all these people who are named here come out and then Sarah Jessica Parker comes out holding a gift and the TMZ, TMZ guy goes, you're the only one who brought a gift. And she kind of is like loving it. Like she's like, yeah, I am. You know, I'm <laughs> so embarrassed for SJP right now because on oh. the exact same day that Barack Obama wrote his, uh, you know, he's... He's also participating in the content farms now, so he wrote he he wrote a piece for Glamour. Mm-hmm. I'm like, did they pay you the magazine rate or the web rate? But um, <laughs> <laughs> he, wrote thing, he wrote a thing in Glamour about uh, uh about like being a feminist, and it's actually like very sweet and like through the lens of his daughters or whatever. On that same day, SJP was like, casual reminder, I'm not a feminist. And I was like, oh, Listen, yeah, lady, like, first of all, this, this question is so uninteresting, like, stop yeah. answering it. Yeah. Also, like, how embarrassing is it to say that you're not a feminist on the day that like, Obama Kim said it too. Kim <laughs> said it this week too, Amina. I, listen, I'm ignoring that because it's cutting me very <laughs> deeply. Okay. I'm working out my feelings about how I feel about Kim's feminism. And I don't want to talk about it today. I'm her. It's so depressing. It's so depressing that she keeps saying that she said that. I. It's like it I, I have me. to believe that Courtney is like furiously texting her right now. I know, but it's also because she doesn't. It's also because she doesn't know. You know, like like if I sent her a bell hooks book and I was like, Kim, this is what feminism means. It doesn't mean that you're like in the squad or some shit. I mean, you can do that. Agree. You have the power to do that. I, send her the book. I mean, you know, we have a picture together, so clearly we're friends now. Yes. <laughs> Send her the book. Kim, Enlighten if her. you're listening, we'll talk offline. I just hate that. <laughs> I hate when celebrities are celebrities say, "I don't want to be labeled." Because that's like the main go-to yeah, you're, for this. You're like, like celebrities, your label, you dummy. Like, yeah, it's like I don't want to be labeled, which is just like a way of saying you don't know what the label means. And yeah, 
like celebrities are actually uneducated largely so oh largely that we could do a whole podcast on that (laughs) just like that's why i get so annoyed when people ask them political questions or even this like are you a feminist thing and then they'll say crazy things like they'll always say like no i don't hate men and then the reporter never follows up and is like actually that's not the definition you know that's why i appreciate that's why i appreciate katie perry i feel like any celebrity out there who gets asked that question should be like what what kind of feminism are you referring to white feminism <laughs> yeah feminism that they saw in a movie like 25 years ago right. like feminism which that... wave which like oh my god that's like already too much you're like asking like you know i don't know i trust the bone apple tea guy doing that <laughs> like have better formed opinions about second wave feminism than... I bet bone apple tea is a <laughs> yeah bone apple tea is like probably like a feminist theorist like he knows <laughs> You're just like <laughs> Chloe Moretz, who's Audrey Lord, and she'll like look at you blank face. Oh my god. She's a millennial. Oh my god. We're <laughs> millennials, first of all. Like I know. She's, she's just, so bad. Ugh. That girl. Is there anything else that we missed? Olympics. Oh, the Olympics. Oh my god, let's have an uplifting moment. Let's talk about the Olympics. Before we have an uplifting moment, I saw that somebody tweeted you guys about how um are there who countries in the Olympics? And I died. Oh my God. It was like it was like Tuvalu or some shit. It was like walking down, and she was like, "She's like, is there such a thing as who countries?" And I was like, "Oh my God, I can't handle this." I feel like there are a bunch in Europe, like a bunch of tiny who countries in Europe. For sure. No, totally. If you... Andorra, please, doesn't have the range. Uh, if you were watching the if you were watching the opening thing and then they you have them all walking with their flag the the people who were like talking about the countries wasn't it like Gail and who else was doing the announcing for the opening ceremony I couldn't I couldn't watch there were too many commercials it was just funny because you could hear them like scrambling to find their fact sheets they were they just would be like X country like they export wheat like it would just it was unbelievable like how. There was no information I, that anyone can I had. Can tell you a real African scandal, though, that is happening right now in real time? Oh, please. I know exactly so, what you're about to say. Oh, Go my ahead. God. So, you know, like, America's basically, like, America only wears Ralph Lauren because they're like, this is our traditional, like, outfit. But, like, the rest oh, of the world is... takes, like, much pride in, like, highlighting their, like, country's, like, dress, especially African countries. The Nigerian delegation walked down in like sweatpants and Nigerian Twitter, like, like it was madness. Like people were so angry. They're like, like these sweatsuits are not our traditional outfits. And then all the other African people started like piling on. They're just like, why are you guys wearing the white man's clothes and not your clothes? And Nigeria already took an L because during the Nigerian soccer team's game, they played the Niger national anthem, not the Nigerian national anthem. Oh my God. I know, but like we couldn't control that. Here's the thing that we could control. Oh my God. This is amazing. They're just like, what's the deal? And so it's like, everybody's getting angry. Like, um, Shawnee, there's a Nigerian website that is literally an exact replica of BuzzFeed. Like it's like 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 everything. It's just yeah. like they take BuzzFeed articles and they like make them Nigerian. I like love the it. whole thing. It's like parallel internet universe. It's amazing. So they're like you know like everybody goes into investigative mode. Like how did this snafu happen? Like we are the shame of the continent. Blah blah blah. Classic Nigeria move. The tailor who made the clothes didn't deliver them on time for them <laughs> to wear. <laughs> 
Oh, so they had clothes? They, they just had didn't get them? Like traditional dress. Traditional yeah. dress. And then like classic Niger, like classic. The, like, it's like <laughs> the somebody- simplest answer is always the answer. Yeah, it's like somebody definitely got paid. Somebody and then the didn't, wheels, didn't but, deliver like, the cloth. Didn't deliver the product. And it's like, listen, That's this so shit was cute in the 90s when we didn't have internet for white people to make fun of us. But like <laughs> now, like all of our dirty laundry is out there. And I just, I was dying. It's like African internet was like up in arms. Just like people, <laughs> people were just like, this is the international world stage. How can you shame us like this? Oh and my then God. classic, I was dying of laughter. What other big uh, hoodat news happened at the um, Olympics? Because I haven't watched anything. Who knew everybody in Djibouti is a babe? I mean, I was surprised. I was sweating. I was like, "You people are beautiful." Oh, I feel like I feel like Tonga was the one that had the real breakdown. Yes, moment. that oiled up man. That oiled up man. I didn't like that, but somebody shared a picture of him, like in a suit and tie, and they were like, "Get you a man who can do both." <laughs> <laughs> He's like a taekwondo um, guy who like is self funded. Like I clicked on every link, and he like <laughs> raised his own money to like get to the Olympics. He's very inspiring. That guy was like so oiled up, which is like not an aesthetic I enjoy. But I like when I saw the "Get you a man who can do both" meme, I died fully. I was that's like, beautiful. that's the best. That's really beautiful. Who are the names we need to know? Because I don't, I, I'm not following the Olympics at all. The, thing, the Olympics, people only care about three sports. Um, gymnastics, track and field, and swimming. And wow, wow. I mean, wow. Am, I, am I wrong? Those are the thems of the Olympics. Basketball, sports. Honey. Like, and then the who's of Olympic uh, sports are like football, air and, football, and archery, trampolines. Like, <laughs> Trampoline is my secret favorite, though. So the names that you need to know, especially for women's gymnastics, which is like always the thing, is obviously Simone Biles, who is oh kind God. of like who is mm. kind of a who because the because Gabby Douglas was like the breakout of the last Olympic mm-hmm. cycle, um, and mm-hmm. Simone Biles just kind of came up like right after the last Olympics and has been dominating ever since. And I don't know if you guys have seen her; she's like four and, nine like, and like four nine. like a tank. And just like can do things that there's a really good New York Times oh, like so good. package about yes. her and like what yeah. she can do and it like breaks down like her body and how it moves and she's like un she's like unbeatable she's like unmatchable she... yeah I know but yeah. Shawnee don't you feel like I feel this is the first time honestly that I feel this for another athlete even though and like and I'm like I there's so many sports that I like but it's literally the first time I feel like this the amount of pressure that that girl is under I feel like I'm gonna crack. It's yeah. just too much. It's yeah. too, I, like, I don't remember this in a long time. I was watching her, you can, like, watch a lot of her performance or her work on YouTube, and I was watching some of her old routines, and she was, she did one recently, it might have been at the trials, where she, like, was, like, perfect, right? It was, like, perfect, and, like, as soon as she gets off the stage or whatever it's called, and she's talking to her coach, and you can hear her saying, like, my legs are so dead, like, she's criticizing herself, even though she just did, like, a better routine than literally anyone in the world, and that's, that's hard, but she seems to like enjoy it. I don't know. Yeah, it's like I'm happy for her. Team USA tennis is also the jam. It's like four black women this year. Uh, and it's great. And uh they asked uh and like Venus is like definitely the like unofficial captain of the team. So she's just like answering all of the media questions and having a blast. And uh, some reporter asked them a Black Lives Matter question and she shut him down in like the best way. It was great. 
was she like we're not here to talk about that or was yeah she it was like she's like, she's like we're not here to talk about that and also the reporter assumed that only three of the women were black so like venus just like made him feel like a fool she was like can you repeat that i don't understand what you're saying are you just asking the three of us or are you asking the four of us and then she yeah. was like actually like we're here to meddle it was beautiful <laughs> She looks amazing, too. Um, Shani, but back to gymnastics. Can we talk about what a beautiful, thoughty, like, <laughs> athlete Michaela Moroni has become? I love her. I did a drive-by on her Instagram and, like, fell over. I love her. So, Michaela Moroni, for those of you who don't remember, was, like, the vault queen at the last Olympics. She was a meme. She was, she was the meme. She was the number one meme, also, because she had, like, the disappointed face after getting a silver medal. And, like, she got... She got so she got so dragged for that. I was always Team Michaela because I was like, look, she wanted to be the best. She got silver. Silver is not is not second best. It's first loser. Hello. So like, I totally get why she was mad. Yeah, Michaela um, is not impressed. Like we were all there with her. Right. So now she just takes her like, Instagram. I just clicked it. Oh yes. my god. Instagram is hard She like <gasps> like, uh, like you know she like. Oh man, it's too. Oh good. my god, she like following the Kylie Jenner path. I love it. Yeah, like got she got lip fillers, obviously, and then just <laughs> takes these really like ridiculous photos. Oh my god, Babe Town though, I'm so into it. She does look great. I mean, she's clearly great yeah. looking, but you're right. It's like Kylie Jenner. Totally. USA. And the thing is that, like, you know, it, like, listen, I looked at every single photo. <laughs> Me too. That she is obviously, like, wants to be some sort of them in Hollywood because she's no longer doing sports. It was, like, very stark how I was like, wow, when you ladies are not training, your bodies are, like, drastically different. Um, and mm-hmm. she, like, clearly, she hangs out with this, like, entire, like, um, aspiring Who crew in L.A., <laughs> And I'm just like, what's going to be her next move? I'm so excited. Team Michaela for life. She looks babe town. Yeah. Has she ever been in a, like, has she ever been seen with Bella Thorne? <laughs> Are they so friends? Rude. I hope that they never cross paths. But you know, they're probably, <laughs> they're probably sitting together listening to this podcast right now. So like her, so Michaela's <laughs> Twitter bio is Olympic gold medalist, actress, recording artist. She's like, she's gonna she's gonna throw everything at the wall and see what sticks yeah i i want her to succeed in life i know i think recording artist is a stretch for her um <laughs> because that other girl who did that uh what's her name that actress who did the the song that's about masturbation the love yourself you know what i'm talking about Haley steinfeld i feel like Haley is in her lane just like purely looks wise and like personality wise so she should stay away yeah. from recording artists but I feel like she could be a pretty little liar. Oh, she could. Mm. I mean, I think it's interesting that she needs to drop her song in the next like two weeks during the Olympics, though, because she's like bubbling up right now, like doing press for the current Olympics, even though she's not in them. <laughs> and she needs to capitalize on that. She has a beautiful Snapchat where she's wearing a flower <laughs> filter in front of a microphone and she's like music on the way but she spelled <laughs> but she spelled music wrong so it says music on the way <laughs> bone apple tea on the way <laughs> my first single bone apple tea will be dropping <laughs> my first single my first single is dropping is dropping this has been great i'm now i'm like pumped for the olympics i feel like i know everything i need to know to get into it yes <laughs> I know. I'm rooting for all the who countries. Tonga, good luck. 
Niger, I see you, baby. <laughs> well, thank you guys for another delightful Houdat session. We went over a lot. We did. It was lovely. We got a lot done. Um, we got a lot <laughs> we done. We a lot of ground. Uh, we, did, we really did. We really did. <laughs> Many blessings to you and have fun watching the Olympics and please keep in touch. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks to you guys. See you on Facebook, guys. <laughs> You will say that. Yeah, 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 they want to know. Hey. Mia. Hey. Mia. Come on, come on. Hey. I want to be famous. Bone apple tea, everyone. <laughs>